Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast you can get your ears on. Mm-hmm. It's your buddy Sam here and you're here with his other buddy, DJ. That's Hi, me. DJ. That's me. And we've got another buddy here too. <laughs> Mr. Jason Inman from DCL Access. How you doing? I am great. It sounds like in the ears of this, I feel like I'm a CB trucker. Uh-huh. Like we gotta have trucker names. Yeah, now. exactly. We gotta have our, our <laughs> Roger, uh, Roger. Yeah, yeah. our uh, uh, handle. Yeah, our yeah, handle. handle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have the honor of being our first guest ever. Really? Yeah. How's it wow. going? That's, like a, it? that's a high honor. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Well, thanks for joining us. It's been, we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to be hitting on a big hot uh-huh. button issue, yeah. kind of for fans of Batman, the Killing Joke movie that came out. Oh, yeah. We'll get to it in a little bit. But mm-hmm. uh, as you guys know, we um, like to read reviews that you guys write for us on iTunes or on SoundCloud. Make sure you guys can go to either of those platforms and check us out there. We're also looking to other podcast avenues. Yeah, we've revenues, got, some, we're things, we got things. some things in the works. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But we want to read a few really quick. Uh, first one from Claire of IO. My nerd heart is singing. DJ and Sam are amazing. I love to hear about all the movies, comics, and shows that they're interested in. If you are interested in movies, comics, superhero shows, and other nerdy things, this is the podcast for you. They do an amazing job of taking a closer look of what they love. If you are new to the nerdy, uh, do not worry. These guys do an amazing job of explaining concepts and topics. I did not take a big enough breath when I started reading that. <laughs> you, <laughs> that you, were allowed, you were allowed to take was, other breaths. I, was, you don't need to go I had the to finish thing. it. <laughs> uh, what is this? My Pup Maggie 83, finally a podcast I can listen to. I never liked podcasts because I felt like I was overhearing conversations. <laughs> All other <laughs> Sorry. But, but with this one, I feel like I'm actually there just having a conversation with a couple of friends. It's super nice. Keep up the good work. All the love. See that there's multiple breaths in there. Like, there you again. go. I'll try again. Yeah. Uh, Valley05, thebomb.com. I love mm-hmm. that. Five stars. Thank you so much, Valley05. Never have anyone to nerd out with. So listening to you guys feels like I have people with common interests in the same room. Keep up the great work, guys. How's that? That was good. That breaths. Was awesome. <laughs> Those are good <laughs> breaths. Uh, but we wanted to open up with what are we, what we're talking about, what we're mm-hmm. uh, listening to, reading, and whatnot. Uh, DJ, Jason, what are you guys into this well, hold week? on real quick. Yes. If you're looking for other podcasts, Jason, you have a podcast. Oh, a little plug. I do. I yeah. do. I have uh, the podcast called Geek History Lesson, which I do with my fabulous co-host, Ashley Victoria Robinson. Uh, we take one character of pop culture and we try to break down their entire history in one hour. And that goes through, Jeez. like, we take through their entire history. We, we give you, like, a cute uh, meet cute where we first encounter the character. And then at the end, we, we tell you, like, these are the books you should read if you want to do more. And it's not just limited to comic books. We've done, like, Tomb Raider. Uh, we've done uh, a couple video game characters. We even that's did cool. Planet of the Apes. Oh, that's that cool. sounds yeah, yeah. tremendously helpful. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of these characters have such... Uh, history, yeah, that it can yeah, be yeah. daunting. Question we get all the time is like, where do I start? Yeah, it, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we just did a, a history of the Enterprise, and, oh, cool, and we cool. didn't tell you about like one specific Enterprise. We did, you know, Enterprise A, B, C, D, and we the and we decided thing. instead of just telling you. You know, the history, you can just watch Star Trek to get that. We talked a little bit about how the designers came up with the look for that ship. Cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. And there's like a purpose behind it. It's not just, oh, this is sci-fi. And oh, fun. We, well, some of them are. And yeah. some, some of them were the guy who was just like, I wanted to look fast. Mm-hmm. You know, and you were like, oh, okay. Good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think aerodynamics mean too much in space. space. Yeah. <laughs> but that's really cool. Yeah. Um, that new Star Trek movie, I finally got to see it. And it's real good. I, I, mean, I, enjoy, I mean, it's, it's Fast and the Furious in space, no. basically. But like, Sold. with yeah. More heart, no. with more heart than a regular Fast and Furious movie. But DJ, what are you into? You know, I uh, I finished the third season of Peaky Blinders. Nice. Yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. Have you watched? I have not. I'm going to get to it. Please do. Yeah. Only six episodes a season. Only three seasons. I found out they got renewed for two more, four nice. and five. So that's exciting. Uh, it's fantastic. It takes place in the early 1900s after World War One. Uh, British gangsters in Birmingham uh, with Killian Murphy of Scarecrow mm-hmm. fame. Amazing. He's mm. so like if you watch him as Scarecrow in, if you watch him in any Christopher Nolan movie, you don't really think of him as badass. 
He's so badass in that show, and Tom Hardy's in it. Oh, cool. Um, uh, not all the time. He's in a couple episodes in the second and third season, but mm. he's really great. Uh, it's kind of like everything. I enjoyed Boardwalk Empire. It's kind of everything I wanted Boardwalk Empire to be. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's it's just cool. It's just such a cool show, and the and the finale for the season was really good. And um, man, Tom Hardy's in the last two episodes, and he fucking kills it uh, in the couple scenes he's in. But yeah, that's that's what I've been watching. Peaky Blinders. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I've uh, been uh, at Comic-Con. Someone gave me, I think I talked about it for a second. Last t- last week we talked about everything Comic-Con like yeah. released. Oh, yeah. So we didn't get a chance to really talk about anything else. But somebody, an awesome uh, listener of the podcast and of SourceFed Nerd, uh, Tyler Swanson, gave me Batman the Black Mirror. And I read that it. That is a good fan. Yes. And I hope you hugged him. Oh, well, no, I didn't get to see him, but I tweeted him a huge <laughs> thank you. And because uh, on the train ride... From Comic-Con back mm-hmm. here, I finished it because yeah. it was yeah. so good. I've never read a Dick Grayson. Wait, no, I read a little bit of Blackest Night Batman. It was okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. it but it was awesome to read a Dick Grayson Batman story. Yeah. And James Gordon yeah. is awesome. And I don't know if he's popped it back up in the New 52 at all. He briefly showed up in Suicide he's Squad. A, he was a member of the New 52 Suicide Squad. Yeah. In yeah. the beginning? James Gordon Jr. Not yeah. in the beginning. I think, I think the, he showed up like issue 18 yeah, or something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. He, help, he like helps Amanda Waller like come up with the right combinations for the squad. No. Oh, okay. Because yeah. he's not in the new like the new Suicide no. Squad. No. As far as I know, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's a bummer though because yeah. that would have been really cool. So, But that was an awesome like Batman story I got to read because I don't read a lot of Batman comics. I read stuff that he's in because mm-hmm. they like to tack him in everywhere. So, yeah. but yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, but uh, what else? Am I watching anything? Oh, I'm rework. I'm working my way back through Fringe. Have you guys watched Fringe? I love. Are Fringe. you watching I love it backwards? Fringe. No, no, no. Yeah, there we go. See if it makes it any more coherent because <laughs> yeah. the end of that gets real. It, it might make that muddled. last season actually make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm rewatching it. I'm like, damn. This came out in an era where they really liked shows where they built up the all these mysteries one mm-hmm. after the other. Oh, yeah. Because, um, like, in the first episode, they're like, the pattern. Or, like, flight whatever. Here's a special code. J.J. Yeah. Abrams, like, Easter eggs and yeah. all this shit. I'm like, this... Um, okay, let's wait. And let's give it a couple more episodes. You know, that, <laughs> that show came out, like, prime lost time. Yeah. Like, yeah. where the mystery was king on television. There were, like, several of the shows, like Alcatraz, yeah, which didn't quite work. You know, Alcatraz didn't work. But Fringe worked, I think, because uh, John Noble and then the so guy good. who played Pacey on Dawson's Creek. I can't remember his name. Joshua Jackson. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, their father-son relationship really worked. And I remember when I was watching that show live, I always thought of it as, this is X-Files done Right, and I know a lot of people are coming through the the iTunes right now, coming yeah. after me. But X Files kind of fell apart later on for me because you didn't have the emotional resonance to the mysteries. Whereas Fringe, you have that. Yeah, yeah no, that it does such a good job of taking like a simple sci-fi like or sometimes it's complex and they'll explain it better but they make it absolutely horrifying (laughs) they they make things like even in the beginning they like take some sci-fi concepts that you've maybe thought about but you've never really seen on screen like in the third episode they have this like chemical weapon that can turn air to a solid Immediately, and you're like, that's right. um, that's scary. <laughs> they, and everyone becomes fossilized, basically in amber immediately. Right. So, and it, it, this guy can psychically, you figure out why, but he can psychically see the th- events happening, and it's fucking crazy. Anyways, yeah. but fr- Fringe, <laughs> I mean, I do a whole Fringe podcast if I could, because that show. They have, they when have you, so When you many... do your Fringe Rewatch podcast, uh-huh. I'm in. Yay, cool. <laughs> and then you can watch it for the first, first time. First time. There we go. We just created a new oh, podcast man. right here. And we're going to record it. Fringe for the first time. Mm-hmm. Fringe for the A and trademark. Yeah. <laughs> and trademark. And trademark. Is that how that works? You just say mm-hmm. and trademark? Yep. And and trademark. Now... yep. Mm-hmm. So what about you? What are you watching? Uh, I have been, well, I've been reading, rereading a couple old series. I've been rereading Preacher because I bought nice. the yes. awesome Absolute. And they have the giant Steve Dillon art. And it's amazing. It still holds up. I've been rereading uh, classic Thunderbolts, the original run, the cool. Kurt music, because yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they they re-released these trades called Hawkeye and the Thunderbolts, yeah. and it's like when Hawkeye joined the team. Uh, Mark Bagley art, Kurt music run, I think it's one of the teams of the Marvel Universe that doesn't get a lot of accolades, and it totally yeah. deserves it. Um, but the thing that I just finished watching, uh, an old television show as well, uh, Person of Interest. I finally finished nice. the series, mm-hmm. watched the final episode. Cool. Um, if you've not watched Person of Interest, for me, I thought it was the best sci-fi television uh, show on television for the last five years that nobody watched. No, my I, dad watched it. Yeah, yeah. My dad loved Person of Interest. I watched the first couple episodes, and it was really cool. Like, some of the action stuff was really cool. And I don't know why I dropped off. I guess just time. You know, the first season, I will say, is is very, It's a, you know, if you don't know, it's about the machine. There's a machine out there that can, like, 
see everything and it gives these the agents like a number a social security number and these people don't know whether the person's going to commit a crime or whether they're a victim yeah. and they have to spend the whole episode so it's it's procedural like because it's about the number but yeah. as the show goes on it becomes the show about artificial intelligence because this machine is alive and it's like does this machine deserve to be alive can this machine love what happens when you build another machine and it starts going down these weird sci-fi concepts and it becomes really heady it's a great show and and the guy who plays ben from lost michael emerson that's who it is yep I hear he's amazing on he it. He is great. Yeah. And Jim Caviezel is he's great really as good. like the badass. Yeah, the mm-hmm. yeah. badass. And returning the, the name Mr. Reese from The Dark Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Two questions for you. You brought up two things that you were watching. One, or reading, Thunderbolts. Do you think, when, when do you think we'll get a Thunderbolts movie? Because I feel like that has to, we have to, especially if Suicide Squad does great. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know because I, I've thought for a while now that I thought Thunderbolts might work better as a TV show. Yes, I'm than, in. than a movie. No. But I think you're right. I think if Suicide Squad kills, it would not surprise me that we hear an announcement about Thunderbolts in the next like, two years. Like a phase four. And yeah. also, what do you think about Preacher of the Show? I'm really bored by it. Yeah, I'm really I, bored by I it. Stopped on episode three. I think I'm I didn't still get watching past it. episode no. one. I loved episode one. You know, you know I was on Superhero Roundup. The yeah. first movie we talked about episode <laughs> yeah. one. That's so funny. Um, I'm still with it, no. but I think I'm gonna let the se- the season finale, which is which is airing the same day that we're recording this, um, decide whether I go to season two or not. So uh, I heard the last episode, not the finale, but the episode four was good. Yeah, last week's episode, episode nine, yeah. was great. Okay. Episode six was great. All the rest of them. Yeah, that's one of the things that when I watched the first few episodes, one of the things I liked about Preacher when I was reading it was it cut out all the boring stuff. Yeah. Like it just kept going. And it was like somebody with this show was like, but what if we put all the boring stuff back in? Yeah. And it turns out it's real boring. Like, it's real boring. A lot of it feels like they knew where their se- they wanted the season to end. Yeah. And so they were like, but oh man, we got to waste a lot of time to make that. And like, so there are just episodes and scenes where the characters just talk about what they ate in the lunchroom and you're like <laughs> what is the purpose of that scene i don't no. care but no. yeah real boring yeah. i think it's all real right. boring all right well i don't feel bad for having not stayed with it the new thunderbolts i've heard some good things about because it's bucky barnes he's like mm-hmm. leading it and, and i just thought about that i was like oh thunderbolts would be like a really cool answer because like they said civil war was an answer to batman v superman yeah. so like that'd be a nice answer to suicide squad but they don't have it Marvel kept killing, keeps killing yeah, everybody off. Villains. Like uh, there was a, one of my favorite runs of Thunderbolts is when Luke Cage was um, uh, in charge, and yeah. Crossbones was all, a part of it. And now Crossbones, was yeah, blowing up real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you might have Kingpin. Now you got Kingpin. Yeah, you but he's don't not really have... a Thunderbolts character. No, like, he's not going to yeah. run around and no. <laughs> the do way stuff. the way I think you can do your Thunderbolts in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is they already have Zemo. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you put him in that, like, this is oh, his yeah. team, or if this is Which his would team. work with Civil War. Exactly. This is his team that he's redeeming, yeah. but he's not. Like, you could you could make it work. And but Daniel Brühl would be a great lead He for would that be show. really great. Mm-hmm. So you have Daniel Brühl, you have the Abomination. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, he's somewhere. I think that's... That's Marvel. That's Marvel keeps it. killing their villains, man. Yeah. <laughs> and Kingpin. And, and, <laughs> uh, oh, and then Graviton. I, <laughs> I am secretly him? hoping... The actor that played Crossbones said, like, well, he's not really dead, which I don't see how that's possible, but I hope that that's the case. Me he, too. I... I thought he was really effective. Yeah, he's great. No. Yeah. yeah, Frank Grillo. Yeah, yeah, he's really yeah. good. Wait, so it. she used her magic shit, and the magic she made him go. Listen, to... he had a whole building drop on him, and he was fine. Ish. Yeah, <laughs> he just had some nerve damage. <laughs> a little bit. So maybe he can be blown up, and he's okay. How, what guy? What, all you what... got? All you got to do is say that he had some of the same hydra juice that Bucky got. Yeah, there yeah, you go. That's, there you go. Hydra juice. Hydra juice. <laughs> My, the, uh, I've, I've not. Uh, really followed the Thunderbolts. I always liked the idea of it. I always liked. I think he's on Mach five now. Maybe Mach six. Yeah, I don't remember I what is he's it. Mach, he, he I think he's Mach six now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, it's the original Beetle. Yep, that's cool. And he mm. just becomes like a. Well, how would you describe? He's just like a fighter jet. Uh, he's guy. he's like a living fighter jet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's he's cool. a really good, like. And here's the thing about it. Like rereading this classic run, like. It, it it there are some parts of it that are very 90s yeah like they talk a lot and they're verbose but like the ideas of it and mostly the ideas of the storylines really hold up and it's only a dialogue balloon here and there they're replaying him, they're reprinting them in these series called thunderbolts classic but mm-hmm. the thing that always lasted for me about the thunderbolts and the reason why they captured my attention is that 
they kept that first issue turned secret. Yeah. Where the, you find out that the Thunderbolts are actually the masters of evil. And I think that's something that you could never do now. No. I don't think you no could way. ever. They In would the sell that right, right away. But like yeah. at the time, they did all these fake articles talking about like how the Thunderbolts were going to be great and how yeah. they're going to film for the Avengers. And then like they just published the first issue and everybody was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And, and, that, and that's something I kind of regret is uh, I was around with the whole, I still have my, uh, that final onslaught issue. Oh, yeah. All the heroes got sucked into the uh, alternate dimension. Oh, I have that too. And I picked up some of those heroes reborn and I saw all the ads for the Thunderbolts. I'm like, man, whatever. And it wasn't until years later when I started getting back into comics and I looked up stuff and I found out about that. I was like, oh, why didn't I grab that? Mm-hmm. First? That would have really been cool. That would have been a, I, I don't know if I was enough of a Marvel fan for that moment to like mean something to me, the Masters of Evil, but the, the idea of it, like you said, that reveal of like mm-hmm. this new team of heroes, it, it'd be like the Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was secretly these heroes. And it, like, and, yet, and, and the great and the thing that carries you through the series is that um, all the heroes, uh, except for like Zemo, yeah. fell in love with the adulation and the praise and the popularity. Yeah. So like when he like when he gets there's a certain point where he's like, all right, now we're going to enact the master plan and we're going to take over the world. They don't want to do it because yeah. they're like, uh, we like being heroes. Yeah, this is actually kind of great. <laughs> and they've, they've done some really cool things with those characters because you had the Dark Reign. No. Well, yeah, was it dark? Uh, no, was that post? Where the War? Norman Osborn led Norman the team? Norman Osborn yep. and Venom and all yeah. that stuff, and they were they were doing all that stuff. Venom was then, on the team with Easy Spider Man. Yeah, he was the... supposed to be. Yeah, Bullseye was Hawkeye. It, they, they've redone the Thunderbolts so many times now that yeah. like almost every villain in the Marvel Universe has been on the team at oh, some cool. point. The, yeah. Another more recent one was where his anti heroes with Punisher and Elektra and Red Hulk. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Deadpool, of course. Yeah, it was yeah. all the Red Heroes. Mm-hmm. All the Red. Heroes. They should have yeah. called it Red Bolts. That they sounds really cool. Red Bolts. I think I might pick up Thunderbolts because I've been seeing like it seems funny. At least yeah. the mm-hmm. new one, it seems pretty funny. They have yeah. Atlas. Is he like the kind yeah, of growing? Well, the, the, yeah, the great thing about the new one is is that it's all the original team. That's cool. Except without Zemo as the leader, it's Bucky Barnes. Uh, and Kobik, the living... Yeah, the living cosmic. Yeah, that's a new. That's girl. a new person too. Who's yeah. apparently bad. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Everyone freaked about the Captain America thing, even though it's comics and it doesn't mean it doesn't, anything it doesn't at, at all. Guess what? Captain America's not real. <laughs> oh shit! Don't say anything. By the oh. way, by the way, as your guest, uh-huh. is this okay that we we win this weird Thunderbolts off road? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. This is yeah. what we do the, the whole time, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole show. Uh, but speaking of comics, did you guys know we like comics? We're going to talk a little bit about a comic adaptation movie, The Killing Joke. Oh, everybody, get excited! Here we go. <laughs> Non-spoiler impressions. What do you guys think of Batman: The Killing Joke? Batman: The Killing Joke. I. Full disclosure, I knew Batman the Killing Joke. I knew the major beats. I knew of it, but I hadn't actually sat down and read it before watching it. Um, I thought. Did you read it before or after you after. watched it? After. After, okay. Uh, I thought. <sighs> I didn't. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I didn't, I'll be honest. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Uh, I thought the Batgirl prologue was fine. I actually didn't. It initially. Mm, no spoilers. I didn't like it that much. I. It was. It was not. It's. Del- it delved into too many deep issues that it was not equipped to handle in a mature way that it wasn't a fun experience for me. Hmm. I mean, I don't think ever anyone's ever said the killing joke's a fun read. <laughs> but, well, like, but it's like but when, you're talking you about, when you're yeah. talking about like it's <laughs> it, it's guys that dr- like superhero comics are really not traditional superhero comics are mainstream superhero comics are not equipped to handle issues like rape, really. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like Jessica Jones did a really good job, but that's not your traditional superhero. Sure, story. I would say it depends on the character, but yeah. I, I think you make a very valid point. I would yeah. say seventy-five percent of superhero comics yeah, are not I, dealt. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I yeah. would say it seems like now, having read it, the movie doubled down on some issues. Oh yeah, that yeah. were ambiguous, <laughs> and you could have interpreted multiple ways. And it was like, no, you can't interpret it it's this way. And it's just like I, it, it it diffused a lot of the rest of the story. That and I didn't think the pace, the pacing was strange. Pacing was real, and not like oh, they added something in the beginning, like. A movie works differently than a comic, so having things that played in the comics come off real weird in the in the movie. I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I'm not a big fan of the Killing Joke comic book. Mm-hmm. I, I never have been. That is not the origin of the Joker to me. I think the Joker is better served by being mysterious, so yeah. that automatically nixes me on that story right away. But this movie, ah, man, I did not like it. Mm-hmm. I loved Kevin Conroy as Batman. I thought he brought a different performance. I thought Mark Hamill was chewing the scenery uh, forever. You know, just amazing. But I agree with you that the movie doubled down on some issues that it did not pull off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to me, that kind of 
brought the whole movie down. Mm-hmm. There's a I enjoy I actually enjoyed the opening with Batgirl. I liked mm-hmm. seeing that Batgirl. A lot of people say that's not the Batgirl they know and that they enjoy. That's fine. I don't I haven't read a lot of Batgirl, so seeing her kick ass and like, you know, there's some like social issues that she's working around and I'm like, okay, this is entertaining and fun and, you know, not too heavy handed mm, yet. Yeah. And then once it goes in the killing joke, you're like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but overall it was like a, a six out of ten. If six. we have to rate it. Like or maybe a five out of ten. Yeah, I don't know. Five. Yeah. I I would be maybe a four. Maybe yeah. a four. It's just it's it's totally not my cup of tea. And if it's your cup of tea, then fine. But like I hated that entire back roll opening. Oh, really? And I, yeah, mm. and, I, and I thought you could see the tonal shift as soon as they went to Killing Joke. Oh, no, you can't. Like, no. it was like, oh, well, then why? I, I don't know why they decided to add that little opening, but... Just so, I guess... I don't know. I would Killing Joke's because... four issues, right? It's very... No, no, well, it's, it's, like it's just, it's just, just a 46-page. Yeah, or... just, a, just a one-page, a one-shot. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think it was... I think the intent was in the right... The heart was in the right place, because it was basically to make Barbara not just fodder because well, exactly. she not just to get literally injured. exists yes. yeah. just to get shot by yeah. Joker. Uh, are we going into the spoiler? And now we're in spoilers. You're, yeah, not, yeah. you're, not, you're not alone in not really liking... Well, I don't know if that was really much of a spoiler since <laughs> yeah. that comic was published in like 89. Yeah, yeah. right. No, but uh, 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 you're not alone in not really liking The Killing Joke. Apparently Alan Moore is not really a big fan of it either. Then why did he write it? Yeah. No, he, he wrote it back in the day. I was reading an interview uh, recently where he was just kind of like, yeah, it's not my favorite story. Like Watchmen deals with all these issues and V for Vendetta deals with all these issues. And The Killing Joke is about Batman and Joker and that's pretty much it. doesn't that. deal with, there's no issue that it deals no. with at all. The, no. I think yeah, not at all. No. <laughs> Joker gets some really good dialogue in it that carries over into the movie. The My main issue, I, I liked... I've never been a fan of Batgirl and Batman being in a relationship. Me neither. Which is uh, something that was implied in the animated series. Is implied in Batman Beyond. Beyond, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I've never... It, but if you were going to do it, if you said this is what we want to do, I had, I've had, I'd have a hard time imagining a better scenario of it playing out than in this movie, where it's what Batgirl wants. She's the one pursuing it. She's the one that initiates it. Batman's kind of weirded out by it. Like... That was gonna be something that happened. Mm-hmm. I, I I see your point, and yeah. I and I think you make a very good point that that there if you were due to to do this, yeah. where would you do it? But I think the execution of it was bad because this is also a movie where they strictly just basically say, yeah, the Joker probably raped her too. Yeah. So to also put in a sex scene mm-hmm. where I'm sorry there is a very questionable age difference here yeah. Yeah. between Batman and Batgirl I, I do, don't know how I, don't, I, I thought she was she, in high she's school she's in college okay she's in college she's it, I, I think it it there's dialogue that implies that she's in college yeah. but he's kind of like a, her father like figure yes. a little bit so it's yeah. like uh-huh. I mean and they he, don't shy away from it no they don't he's not that much younger than her dad yeah mm-hmm. not really like mm-hmm. maybe by maybe by 10 years like mm-hmm. I, I think there's there's got to be a 10 year difference between Batman and Gordon and there's got to be at least a 15 year difference between him and, and Batgirl for the timelines to work <laughs> yeah so so that that was my thing where like because Reading the comic book of The Killing Joke, um, there's they give you the implications that Joker maybe raped her, but the for me, the scarier implication in that comic book is that there are some implications that Joker maybe raped Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. yeah. In the, and I thought it was interesting that this movie that doubled down on everything sex, they, they, they said sex like 45 times yeah. in, the, in the anime movie. I thought it was interesting that they shied away from the Commissioner Gordon rape, but they were like, man, let's double down on this Barbara yeah, Gordon he, rape. Uh, because they add a scene where Batman's, they, well, they flesh out, the scene exists in mm-hmm. the comic, but they flesh it out where he's trying to find Joker, and he and he walks up to these call girls, and they're like, oh yeah, Joker sees us first, and it's mm-hmm. like, this time he's been out, he hasn't seen us, he must have had sex with somebody else, and it's like, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and then the first act, we had that villain, in the, the, the Paris Franz, or whatever the hell his name yeah. was, Paris, and, yeah. and his entire time, like he, he had the call girl that he put a wig on, like... Ah, man, I'm just so uncomfortable. Yeah. You were just like, okay, we get it. You're an animated movie that's talking about sex. We get it. The mm. one thing that interested me with that that I thought it would have been interesting if they explored was the idea. I, I liked that when Batman's saying, like, no, he's objectified you. Mm. Like, Paris Franz has objectified you. you got to be out of it. That The implication is obviously his relationship with the Joker. And I and I was interesting that maybe there, for the Joker, there's a sexual element 
I 100% think there is. To, yeah. to his relationship with weird, Batman? That's a weird, well, weird thing to do in an animated movie, to yeah. bring that up between, like, oh, with, yeah, with Joker and Batman. Like, yeah. is that the... Well, I, well, I, the, I, the I, I will. I will say this though: the the point of the Joker and Batman being in this sort of like romantic relationship has been done yeah. in an animated form in the Dark Knight Returns animated movie because mm-hmm. that is like no. that was like the first time that I know that like that first that idea that the Joker loves Batman came yeah. in. So like in animated form, that has at least been done before. Yeah. You know, and I, and I get what you're saying. Yeah. They were trying to parallel the two. And, and I like that they yeah. at least didn't hit that over. The, it wasn't like this guy's like the Joker. He never, yeah. he never made that one-to-one comparison. It just exists in it. Mm-hmm. So I like that element. Um, I, it's weird to me how we've kind of culturally like fetishized the Joker and made him like yeah. this real, like, hypersexual being with like harley and it's like i I would imagine if a guy like joker joker exists he'd probably be really bad sexually like he'd be really like he wouldn't and that was kind of the implication i got from reading the graphic novel is that he might not have raped her because this is him Mm -hmm. getting off but like even in the comic you've got the lines with his wife of like you're good in a sack which might just be his memory but it's like the fact that that we've made Joker this very virile, sexualized, Man, that was a, ideal, almost an yeah. idealistic mm-hmm. id. Like he he's able to do what he wants when he wants. He's able to have sex like you want. Like, don't you want to be the Joker? It's like no, no. I don't like that. This is where we're going with this. Not, Joker's not that whole, a role model. That whole backstory thing of trying to explain the origins of the Joker is so weird to be tacked weirdly, into this story. Yes, it's weirdly because, paced. Yeah, because you brought it up when after we watched it, it's like you're learning the origin and trying to humanize this rapist yeah. they're like this isn't the joker running around and like squirting acid in somebody's face and like whatever mm. it's like no 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 this person raped a woman in the beginning of the story and paralyzed her for life and now you're like well he had a bad day like it's like yeah. it's like it yeah. doesn't it's like, no, it, screw that exactly guy. Yeah. yeah it's my it's my initial problem with the killing joke story at the beginning is that batman would not laugh at the end well here's the thing yeah. grant morrison let's talk about the grant morrison yeah, yeah grant morrison what? and it was an interview with kevin smith right mm-hmm. yeah on fat man or batman where he was like he's like people don't get the end of the killing joke because in the comic and I, I don't remember how the the end like the ending's similar but i don't know if it's this specific the mm-hmm. ending of the of the movie yeah uh but the graphic novel they're laughing batman reaches out and holds the joker it pans down to the rain you hear the sirens you hear the laughing the laughing stops then the sirens stop then the lights go out and Grant Morrison said, like, that was, it's, that's the killing joke. Batman killed the Joker. Yeah. Which, in the comic, I like the ambiguity there. Mm-hmm. In the movie, I wish he had. Now, in, in the, the movie, movie, I really wish well, he had no, no, killed the Joker. I, I actually paid that guy. In the movie, what they do is they pan down to the rain, mm-hmm. and Joker stops laughing, and you hear Batman still laughing. Yeah. And then it fades to black. So they did it very similar, yeah. but I actually was, I was like, okay, this movie, you've doubled down on all this stuff. I wanted to hear the snap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, just confirm it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. Just go for it. I was also wondering if you're, if you're doing like, obviously they'd get a lot of crap if they weren't completely faithful to the, to the original story. But like, what if you read what? Because I, I think you could tell an ver- interesting version of this where he paralyzes and potentially rapes Commissioner Gordon and tries to break Barbara's psyche. Mm, interesting. Like you flip it. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to fix this story. Maybe you don't. Maybe it's just some people really like it for some reason. Yeah. But if you read the graphic novel too, because I was like going over it, mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. the movie, it doesn't quite pace the same as like a comic does. Yeah. But when you watch it, like you see that there's a shadow, there's a light that's between them because mm-hmm. there's a, a light behind them showing between them. But as the laughing goes down to Batman and the sirens go away, like the light is closed as in somebody has gone closer to the other person so no. somebody one of them has killed the other one so no. i don't know well it, the, and the other thing that's interesting about this story is mm-hmm. that originally conceived this story was considered out of continuity mm-hmm. yeah. and it wasn't until john ostrander and suicide squad introduced barbara in the wheelchair as oracle yeah. that this story became in continuity yeah you know just I, I as dark as it is i prefer to think batman killed joker yeah. <laughs> that's I, my preferred which is kind of that's not the right thing to do but he raped your he, sidekick he man like and he, i don't yeah i don't think rape's tough man like rape, rape is such a complex issue that i just i 
uh, 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 Brian Fuller, who who created the Hannibal TV series, and the new producer of Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, cool. uh, doing yeah. American Gods. Yeah, love him. Really great. He in interviews he they talked about the fact that there were some rape elements from the books that he took out of the Hannibal series and asked him why. He's like, rape's not fun. Like you can't do fun things. Like it's just it's just, for, he's like for me, it takes the fun out of it, and so he's just like, I just don't do it. No, I mean the Jessica Jones series did a really good job because of dealing with that it. That whole series was focused on unpacking that issue. It yeah. wasn't just an event that occurred, you know. True. They, like she doesn't exist. She didn't exist before this, right? She mm-hmm. she was created for. For yeah, yeah. Because wait, they were supposed to do that with. They originally Brian Bendis wanted to do that with Spider Woman. Spider Woman, yeah, yeah Jessica Drew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad they made a different character. Yeah. So. It would have made more sense. But you guys also tweeted at us with your thoughts on the movie. Uh, first up on Twitter, Frozen Stratus at Frozen Stratus writes, First half is a bit shoehorned and suggested rape feels heavy-handed. Outside of that, performance is great. Overall, I'm mixed. I mean, everyone yeah. did a good job, like, I wasn't acting. a huge fan. Uh, Ray Weiss did Commissioner Gordon, yes. right? Yes. Uh-huh. I, I, I love Ray Weiss in everything. I love oh. Ray Weiss, too. Mm. I just don't know if he worked. You know, one thing I did like, too, uh, we didn't mention, is I like the animation style, how they tried to match Brian Bolland's art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the way Batman looked. I like the way Joker looked in this movie. Yeah, yeah, I do wish they'd done more. I wish they'd spent more money on it. Like, when Joker's, <laughs> when Joker's like, doing his origin, and he's talking to the gangsters, yeah. like, the people in the background are completely static. <laughs> and it's just like, do we still Man, do that this? scene is, is also like... weird, because they're like, my wife's dead. Yeah. Have on, head on hand. Oh yeah. no! <laughs> it's like <laughs> I do. It did miss one of my favorite jokes in reading it, and it was a pacing thing when he finds out. Like in the comic, they're like, "Your wife died." Panel, and then just a panel of him standing there, and then the next panel's uh, Joker saying, "What?" <laughs> and it's this really well paced. Like it just feels because right, it's it's almost comical and it's 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 mm-hmm. tragic comic in mm-hmm. the way it plays out. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, we got a couple other reviews. Uh, you're about to get cooch. <laughs> this guy. Every time. You're, you're about to what? Get, get cooched. <laughs> uh, at you getting cooched. Right? It's considering Bruce Timm's history with the characters, sad how poorly Batgirl was portrayed. No Bat fan can find the hookup acceptable. It's, no it seems Bat to, fan. Yeah, no Bat. Most Bat fans seem to not. Lola at SourceFed Up. Uh, still gross and rapey, but now with a side of incest. Bruce and Barb, why? Yeah. Way more excited for the JL Dark animated. How do you feel about I that? I am so... You put Matt Ryan as Constantine in anything, I'm there. No. Yeah. That's what I said, too. I'm Where pretty do you excited fall? Where do you fall on the Constantine, Constantine? And it, it, well... <laughs> it's Constantine. Yeah. Um, I know originally in the comic book it's Constantine, and he yeah. says it as Constantine, but Constantine just sounds cooler. Mm. So let's mm. just go with it. Okay. And more like colloquially that's a hard word for me to say so I take it no, slow good. but uh, good, thank you yeah. uh, but Constantine there's like this, like the, yeah. the religious it's figure the, it's the American yeah, way of saying it no the religious figure went by Constantine okay mm-hmm. I, uh, I choose to believe that the original Hellblazer is Constantine and then all the other ones are now Constantine. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. The true Constantine. <laughs> true, Constantine. <laughs> true Constantine. Yeah, Constantine. <laughs> still, still enjoyed that movie even though it's not. I did too. It's not, it's not like a good quote unquote adaption, but it's a fun movie. It's a fun it movie. is. Yeah. When yeah, he yeah. takes down all those demons in like the underneath the hospital. Hey, I like his big crucifix gun. It's, yeah, it's cool. cool. And the tattoo thing. There's yeah. cool elements. Tilda Swinton is an angel. And who plays That's the a... devil? Who plays the devil? Oh, I don't know. Uh, the, the guy who put... always is evil. Yeah. Always. <laughs> yeah. Always, always, always evil. evil guy. Mm. Uh, Leo at Leo is an alien. Uh, Disjointed prologue with outdated stereotypes and further fridged babs. Batman also killed, which I think talking about yeah. the whole. Yeah. No. So, I mean, right here, Dylan J at Dylan Jez. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people hated it, but not me. I loved it. It was delivered on the original book and gave us a new story as well. Some people liked it. That's yeah. fine. Uh, right? There's Os- nothing wrong with that. You can like it. <laughs> Oscar Tinoco at O Tinoco. I had mixed feelings watching it at SDCC. The crowd did not enjoy it. That oh, must have been. I heard it was a no. rough. I, I, I heard that too. I had a buddy that was in that screening. And, yeah. and they said when it went to credits, it was like half applause. Oof. And they had the panel after the movie Oof. with like the, the animators or the uh, writers. I know or... Bruce Tim was there. I know Kevin Conroy was there. Mark Hamill was not there because he's doing Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then like the director and then, yeah. So and the majority of the creative team was there. Jeez, um, and it's tough for me because I love Bruce Tim. I love the work they did yeah. on Batman and Series. And I found out Brian Azzarello wrote it. Yeah. And I love Brian Azzarello. 100 Bolts is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, and so I was like, oh. 
Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who directed it? Uh, the Sam Samson? I think so. Yeah. Samson. Yeah. Samson. Is it Lou? Lee? Lee? Something like that. He does. But um, he, he's done a whole bunch of those movies. Yeah. yeah. And I don't like. Uh, I get. I'm mixed on a lot of the ones that he mm. directs. Like sometimes the newer animated DC movies are really hit and miss because they used to yes. be really solid. Yes. Like I think mm-hmm. it was after. It was once Bruce Tim left with Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, because yeah. now now it seems like every other one is great. Yeah, like yeah. Justice League. Uh, what was the one? Gods and Monsters. That mm-hmm. was like it's great. You know, two years ago, which is I think Bruce Tim again. Yeah, Bruce yeah. Tim. That was see, and I I actually like Justice League War, which was the that's a good first one, one that they did in the continuity. But I'm not so big of a fan of Throne of Atlantis, which is the sequel to that movie. Yeah, and Teen Titans is not. I don't very like good. that either. Nah, it's not uh, I am. Um, I'm actually really looking forward to Justice League action. That looks like a lot of fun. The trailer uh, they yeah, showed at Comic Con looks really fun. There's a lot of actors. Oh, okay, so Bolin on Legend of Korra, yes. blanking on the actor's name, but he's mm-hmm. Firestorm. So I was cool. like, I knew I recognized oh, that. That's yeah. cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. Uh, last one, Amanda Borowski at Amanda Borowski. I like that they tried to add to Bab's character. Just wish there was more connection between the new and the original. And, that's, no. and everyone seems pretty mixed to mostly negative. It might have been yeah. just <laughs> smart to do. I just a new like take a lot of elements from it but do kind of like do do a more traditional sense of an adaptation of it not yeah. just a one-to-one but like try and tell a new story it, it's tricky maybe make it more of a batgirl story if she's gonna if she's gonna get yeah. shot and potentially raped at least let her be her own story no, i mean that's what they try i mean that's kind of what they tried mm-hmm. to do they batgirl is the focus mm-hmm. of the first half but yeah. like you if you were to no because the fans of the killing joke it has a big following yeah. for some reason and it does it's iconic it's an iconic Batman story but if you changed it too much people would have been mad yeah. it well, maybe more to be fair a friend yeah. of mine brought this up to me a lot of what we love about Joker now would not exist without this comic it's like true the Dark Knight a lot true. of the Joker elements from that came from that mm. um, there's actually a fan theory of that Joker's origin that I actually really like say it what that, is it that, uh, that apparently he served in the military uh-huh. and maybe his whole unit got killed because uh, he does that he does that um, well, obviously he's good with explosives he's good with tactics and everything and when he's talking to Harvey Dent talking about why he's crazy he's like a bunch of soldiers get blown up and nobody cares and it's like that actually really works for that Joker maybe their call sign was, mm. was the Jokers or something and it's like I don't know that's not something I would ever associate with the Joker but with that Joker and his how anarchic he was and how like a terrorist he is and, and also the thing about that that movie came out in at the height of the war on terror yeah mm-hmm. you know so that kind of makes sense so it just it, it just works for me and, and i've kind of accepted that as that's the secret origin of that interesting yeah. It's, yeah. That, yeah it's a better fan oh. theory than the jason todd one for, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the, squad, yeah i think god david ayer put that to rest yeah i was yeah. so tired i've had uh, so many people oh be yeah like, of course you do you got oh, all the man. fan theories yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when they well, the, the worst thing about um the DCL acts as a dream job, uh, but one of the things is that um, fans online think I know every single mm-hmm. thing, everything, and yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. In some aspects, I'm a fan just like you, and yeah. I don't get to find out until it until it hits theaters or hits movies or stuff like that. So I don't know everything. And besides, it's a it's a huge company. There's no way I could even if I wanted to. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> yeah, but but how does Suicide Squad end? Uh, how are they going to adjust this? Like, don't don't yeah. spoil it. Just say the ending to <laughs> Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you obviously know. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they keep that a secret? Oh, they already released some like spoiler stuff from like a cast list that came out for Suicide Squad. Yeah. And I was like, come mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. come on, guys, just watch the damn movie. Do you think yeah. that'll die down? Do you think people will be tired of like knowing everything before no. they see them? Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Younger audiences, like, I mean, when I was like younger, I was like, I want to know everything. Yeah. I want to, I have to. Mm-hmm. So like, I'd go out of my way to go like find stuff but now I'm like no I just want to I want it to be like yeah. a surprise yeah. it would be really like we were talking about this how cool would it have been if we didn't know Wonder Woman was cast in Batman v Superman and there's just a mysterious woman who's walking around no. we don't know who she is and she's interested in ancient like artifacts so in, like fans were like maybe it's her yeah. that, Here's the that one, would have been amazing here's yeah. the one <laughs> downside to that they would have needed to change because our first reveal of that would have been a picture on an email Mm. as opposed to her in costume. True. It's true. That would have kind of been true. a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, 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 okay. And then you're getting ahead of it, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Or or Spider-Man being in Civil War. Yeah. Yes. Like I, the theater would have mm-hmm. lost. The theater, they would have burned down the theater. Like, <laughs> What's happening? I, I think, I, I actually think that reveal should have been secret. Yeah. Oh my God, that yeah. would have been amazing. Because Queens, it's like, Daredevil is close yeah, enough. Yeah, because yeah. as, as, <laughs> as soon as he went to Queens, you would have been like, 
are they? Yeah. Are they? And then when he walked in and they said like, "Hi, I'm Peter Parker," you'd have been like, "Oh my oh god!" god. <laughs> like, it would have it would have cemented, I think, for a lot of people, and maybe myself, we might have walked out of that movie being like, "Civil War was the greatest superhero movie of all time" because yeah. they pulled this over on us. Yeah. I, again, you you bring up that question. It's like, could you now? I don't know. I what don't could, know. What could you get away with? You get away with. Like we didn't know that. Right, no, what's the fucking the Blair Witch movie? I think that's obviously not as high caliber yeah, yeah. as like a and Marvel then, movie. But that's not when you're in the movie. That's not. Mm-hmm. It, that's still True. like it was released after the first screening. I mean, I, maybe the best you could do is what they did for Force Awakens, where we knew that Luke was in it, yeah. but they didn't share any pictures. Yeah. And 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 even with Spider Man, I think that might have helped if we didn't see what the, what he looked like. Yeah. And so that the first time he steals, we see because I actually was. I get why you put that in the trailer, Spider-Man holding the shield. Yeah. But man, I would have so loved to experience that, having no idea. Like, I would have gone yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah, I think it's probably just because they literally want every single person on the planet yeah. to go see the movie. And so they want to put that stuff. It's like, you can't watch any of the TV trailers ever no, before you, you haven't seen the movie because they literally the, give you the whole the movie. The Star Trek Beyond TV yeah. spot spoils the twist of the, the ending. You're kidding no, no, me. All yeah. the cast came out and was like, do not watch the last trailer. Do yeah. not watch any of the TV spots. You can watch this very last one. Mm-hmm. We're all going to share. Don't watch anything else. Because yeah. I finally watched it after I saw the movie and I was like, holy shit. It's... It's, you see the entire yeah. last trailer is the twist of the ending. Yeah. It's that, that video sucks. they watch and it's like, why would why? you do That's that? Yeah, interesting yeah. to look at without the context of the rest of the like, movie. Like, it doesn't like flat out say like, this is what Crawl did, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, wait, if he's like this, then yeah. that must mean. So if you haven't no. seen Star Trek Beyond, run to the theaters and don't watch any of the videos. It, yeah. Because I'm, we all recommend it. Hard, hardcore. Yeah. A yeah, yeah. yeah. lot of fun. Guys, we got some fun uh, viewer questions. I, we Hell put out yeah. a viewer question on Only Stupid Answers for any Batman questions that okay. they had for us. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a probably quicker one first. That's a long I was excited. Yeah, I was excited. excited. I'm, I'm a man of deep thoughts. Okay. <laughs> uh, who uh, King in the North at Gerardo Salomon uh, asks, "Who is your favorite Robin and why?" Favorite Jason. Robin, Jason Todd. No, I was asking. Oh, Jay, I was like, I was like, yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Did I ever said that? Like, That's a shitty choice. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> we can't be friends anymore. Why would you say that? Um, I this is the easiest question in the world for me to answer. I think I know what your answer is going to be. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. on three. Let's all think? say it together. I think well, because you and I, it's, you and I came up around the same time. Okay, okay. And you and I share a love for Kyle Rayner, if I remember correctly. Oh yes. So <laughs> that implies that you and I probably, probably both share a love for Tim Drake. Uh, you are incorrect. <gasps> Good. I'm glad. Let's I want say, them all to myself. Let's say our answers on three. Ready? One, two, three. three. Tim Drake Grayson. Grayson. I got distracted. I got distracted by Tim. <laughs> Dick Grayson, old Dick school. Grayson. Old school. Old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him as a Robin or him as Nightwing? Uh, him as a Robin and okay. Nightwing, both. Him he's, is the, he's the OG. He's the original man. Um, I th- funny th- fun fact. This is the thing. This is my favorite question to answer because people, in, along with like who I think is the greatest superhero of all time, because mm-hmm. I will always say Dick Grayson. Because it's part of what won me the job at DCL Access. They nice. asked me this question, yeah. mm-hmm. and this was my answer. My answer is is that Dick Grayson is the greatest superhero of all time uh, because he is Batman's greatest success. Oh, Batman will never stop crime. There will always be crime. Crime will always be out there. Don't but, tell him that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but Batman took a scared, orphan little kid that was just like him, just as traumatized, you know, traumatized. Mm-hmm. And that kid grew up to be a normal person yeah. that would eventually go on to lead the Justice League. Yep. And he and he did it. And yeah. so he is Batman's greatest success. Also, he's the first superhero that we ever get to watch grow up. Change. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And, but and, and so he, so. Yes, Tim Drake. I, I I actually think that Tim Drake is the best solo Robin. That may be true. Yeah, by yeah. himself. But I think with Batman, you just have that simpatico relationship, Dick Grayson, that that you don't get with any of the rest of the Robins. Yeah. So. I also, what did you think about? Uh, do you prefer Tim Drake as Nightwing? Because part of me really wishes he was still Batman. Oh, you mean Dick Grayson? Dick Grayson as Batman. Mm. I thought was re- they told I, some really good cool stories. I liked him as Batman way better yeah. than Bruce Wayne too. Yeah, yeah because oh. then you had, you, had Damian, you had this dynamic with Damian Wayne, where yep. the the Robin was the edgy one, mm-hmm. and there was just and so Batman much, Smiles. Yeah, there was so much more potential. Bumps me out. Bumps me yeah. out that he's not still Batman. Uh, wait, why do you love Tim Drake? I, I think it's because I. It's tough because I actually really like Damian Wayne. I didn't. I didn't like Damian Wayne until he became Robin. 
I was like, this little shithead. Like, <laughs> and, then he, and then he became Robin with Dick Grayson, and you're like, it clicked, and you're like, oh, I get why this character works. Um, and I like Duke a lot from We Are Robin. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I think it's because he's maybe even even better detective than Batman. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Tim Drake. Yeah, yeah Tim Drake. Mm-hmm. And he was the first Robin I saw that. It's, it probably helped with the costume change. Like he looked cool. Mm. You know, so and it was reading comics in the nineties. I like Tim Drake. Uh, that makes oh. sense. Uh, Dick Grayson, because I got into comics. I mean, like hardcore last year. So like, just reading everything that he does, he's just so much fucking fun. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he always like in like you don't have to take him too seriously, but then especially reading like the Batman stories with him, they're so cool. Like he's so much fun yeah. to read, and I can't like with Jason Todd. Like I try to read uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. It's um, not good, uh, but like the new one is actually pretty interesting. I'm excited for that. Yeah. But like, uh, I don't know. He's just so like he's not. I haven't like gotten to see him grow. Damien annoys me, and especially watching the animated movies, they make him very like so like stern and like not yeah. fun. It's like not really entertaining to read or watch for a long Here, period. Of I'm gonna time. Ma- I'm gonna make you love Damien. Okay, ready? Yeah, Damien Wayne mm-hmm. is a Bruce Wayne that never had Alfred. Mm-hmm. Look at Damien like that. Mm-hmm. That's Bruce Wayne with no Alfred. Yeah, true. And then and then you'll appreciate. Damien. I also he uh-huh. also works perfectly <laughs> as Batman's son because he's that like the he's he's that every kid in, in a way is their the sins of the parent revisited upon hundred percent percent and he's like all of Batman's bad qualities like that he, <laughs> that he now has to deal with and help. His, not only get yep. over himself, but help his son get which over. Is, which is also the reason why I like the aspect that they keep doing where Damien's like, why don't we just kill him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's like, no, that's no, the one rule. <laughs> why, Dad? It doesn't make any sense to me. He had superpowers for a second. I read that comic, and yeah. I was like, I know, you, you said that same noise when we talked about it before. I was like, oh, this seems kind of fun. I, I, like, with I, like, that, I no. like that they were temporary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they were temporary. Yeah. They burned out or some Yeah, it's like magic. they burned out in one issue. Yeah. Yeah. I also <laughs> get why Grant Morrison killed him off. In it, which led to the superpowers. Yeah. And, and Batman Incorporated was like, man, why? Especially <laughs> when you know they're going to, it's too good. It was too good a, a thing you had going. Mm-hmm. And I also wish Batman Incorporated was still a thing. Me too. What happened? <sighs> wait, wait, I don't understand what happened in the comics. Cause... It happened, it's the same thing that happened when Grant Morrison wrote X Men. He introduced all these amazing ideas, and then a new writer came on, and the publisher was like, eh. Let's not. Well, let's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. Batmaning didn't happen. Okay. Yeah, it's like, because they don't know they don't know what to do with it. From It's not the same It's not the same formula. No, yeah. they had them all written on a board, and uh, like Grant yeah. Morrison's like, hey guys, good, I'm going to head out for a little no. bit. New guy, you going to take over? And they're like, I wish he makes the same. Noise. He just knocks all the shit yeah. off the board, and he's Grant, like, cause, "Yeah, because Grant Morrison, X Men, he created the X Corporations, mm-hmm. and then yeah, the next writer comes in, and uh, Joss Whedon, and the X Corporations are completely ignored. Gone. Yeah, what the, are those? The one they're just like buildings in every city where, like, if you are a mutant, uh, think of it like an embassy mm-hmm. in a city. So a mutant could go to this embassy, get medical treatment, have a place to live, and possibly get a job. That's pretty cool. So yeah. he's very, yeah, he tells these stories that are very progressive. The idea of Batman franchising the Batman idea is perfect. It's so cool. Uh, and then things stay, like the some things really stick. Like one of my favorite Marvel characters of all time, Phantom X, is still around, yeah. still doing stuff. Although yeah, some writers have really Rick Remender did amazing things with him. Other guys not so much. <laughs> uh, uh, Damien is still around, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, I'd like to see the international, the Batman from all the different. Oh, countries. the the Club of Heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, isn't Nightwing or Batwing? Batwing is Batwing's one. one of them. He's from he Africa. One of the newer ones, but yeah. it's like yeah. it's like Man of Bats, who was like the Indian one, and then there's like the El, the, the El Gacho yep. was the uh, oh, was so the cool. South American one, yeah, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then Night and Squire. Yeah, I, did yeah. you read Paul Cornell's Night and Squire? I one? loved it. So it's cool. Good. Uh, you guys reading? I think it's Batman's comic right now, not Detective. Of comics, but with Gotham and Gotham Girl. Gotham Girl, yeah, I written by Tom not. King. Mm-hmm. Is it good? Uh, it's fun. It's 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 interesting uh, um, because Tom King is. How, how do you follow up around like Scott Snyder's? Like yeah. that's always like that as a comic book writer. I think is one of your big things. Like or following up with Grant Morrison. Yeah. Like how do you? What do you do? And Tom King decided. I thought it was very interesting. He's made this Batman all about like big adventure. Yeah. So issue one, he has to save a crashing plane, and so like there's a splash page of Batman on top of like a 747, and he like his he's, he has jets and he's like driving it on top of the plane. No. So you're like, okay, cool, this is diehard Batman, yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta find yeah, you gotta find a way to switch it up. Speaking of Batman stories, here's a good one. Griffin at Griffin loves you. Thanks, Griffin. <laughs> uh, favorite Batman story? Mine is his is The Dark Knight Returns. Huh. That's a lot what's of people. Your f- what's your what you, favorite? Do I have Batman? to pick? I, I do I have to pick like Bruce Wayne or can I pick other like fun whatever? Ones? It's like yeah. you said right. Batman. He Bat- didn't specify any yeah. Batman. I like everything they're doing with Earth too. It's always sometimes it's hit mm, or miss, but yeah. I like 
you took some of the fun parts about Flashpoint Batman and you brought him over here, but now yeah. you, now he's like a drug addict. Mm-hmm. But also mm-hmm. like he his they they changed it so that the Wayne family was really tied into like the the crime the criminal underground mm-hmm. of Gotham, and which is obviously in other stories as well. Yeah. But it they're the ones who hired the hit, but the dad survived and he hid it from his like he hid from his son for years. And there's a scene where Batman has become like Bruce Wayne's become Batman before yeah. he died, and his dad tries to go talk to him and. Bruce can't like can't talk to him he's like the whole reason I'm doing what I'm doing is because I thought I don't have you anymore and I was right. going to stop that from happening so it's like this cool scene that I really like and I really didn't like that they killed him off I thought that was really dumb and they did that in Convergence which was kind of a big mess so that was really not cool uh, but right now Dick Grayson is Batman and he's paralyzed which is really like it's a fun alternate take on Batman mm, yeah. and he's got a kid and yep. they, he was married to Barbara Gordon and Barbara yeah, yeah. was died which I was, like that yeah. series I hate that Batman design for Dick Grayson in Earth 2 society yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not so good yeah I mean, it's it's a little rough but yeah. like him like being paralyzed the idea is great yeah, yeah. yeah. so I'm, I'm a fan of everything they're doing over there and the one I just mentioned earlier but Black Mirror was really good yep. so yeah. what about you guys uh, he said Dark Knight Returns. That is my favorite Batman story, so mm-hmm. I'll give you a different choice. One of my favorites that I don't think gets enough attention now because it's it's getting close to 20 years old is uh, No Man's Land. Classic. Yeah. Um, that no Man's Land, if you don't know, is basically after Gotham City has this giant earthquake, the government's like, we don't want to put any money into you. <laughs> so, they, like, so it's very similar to Dark Knight Rises. So they yeah. blow up all the bridges and they just like, they're like, you got 24 hours to get out of Gotham. And basically it's about all the people in Gotham being stuck in Gotham in this No Man's Land for a year. And literally it controlled every Batman title. Yeah. I think for the year of 99 or 98, but it's it's been republished in like four volumes very recently. It is one of the best, it is the best Batman crossover of all time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, cool. it, it, it is Batman in this this like very post-apocalyptic, like all the supervillains take over corners, like they become gangs. So there's like a That's gang cool. of Jokers, a gang of Two-Faces, the Gotham City Police is a gang. Yeah. Uh, and then Batman has to like you know, set up his gang and stuff like that. There's a great story where Nightwing has to be become the warden of Blackgate. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it, it has a lot of great series. And the greatest thing about it is that when they were writing it and publishing it, they wanted it to have a different tone. So they invited writers that had never worked on Batman before. That's cool. Like Bob Gale, the writer of Back to the Future. Oh, cool. To write an arc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, and then they got, like, Dan Jurgens to come in and write and draw an arc. And Dan Jurgens at the point, had not worked on Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... It, I read it recently. It really holds up. That's cool, because um, a lot of stuff from that era does not. And, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. There, there are certain stories in it uh, yeah. that don't hold up, but like, if you don't like something, the thing they did in No Man's Land is that every story is either only one issue or three issues long, so all you got to do is push through three issues, and then you get a new story. Um, that's cool. But let me, let me tease you on this. Uh, so he spends this whole year trying to uh, save Gotham, bring Gotham back into the United States, right? Yeah. Um, and then he finally gets to his final villain, the one villain who's stopping him from making Gotham City an actual city again and it's Lex Luthor. Hey. So, so there you go. So if you if you push through it you'll eventually get to see Batman versus Lex Luthor. That's Who doesn't cool. want to see that? Yeah. So I are you reading everything that's happening with like action comics and Superman right yeah. now? Yeah. How do you feel about it? Do you I love it. I, I love it too. I love it. Right now so Lex Luthor has been a part of the Justice League. He knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. He knows mm-hmm. that Clark Kent is Superman and he's a He's very dangerous right now. I just <laughs> yeah. realized after you brought that yeah, up, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, he's not a part of the Justice League anymore. He has no reason yeah. to mm-hmm. not tell everybody about yeah. what they're well, doing. Well, yeah. he has that super suit right now and he, in Action Comics, and he, like, wants to be a hero now, mm-hmm. yeah. which is interesting because that's the thing I love about comics is that Superman's been around for 75 years, yeah. and in 75 years, nobody has ever thought about making Luther a superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. And they kind of teased it in Forever Evil because it's like he does selfish things but he's like he's always kind of in the back of his head he's like I, I don't know what else to do like mm-hmm, the kind of no. like I think Jeff Johns wrote Forever Evil yes, like yeah, the main yeah. Yeah. Really yeah, good. it is and like but when he talks about like he would try to save a cat and he's like the fucking cat wouldn't like just let yeah. me help it and it like fell in a river and died it was like I tried like I yeah. tried so now it's like him he's gonna try he's yeah, yeah. gonna try to be a hero which I don't think it will last very long but we'll see I've no, always yeah. liked the idea of Lex <laughs> perceiving himself as the good guy like he's he's like not necessarily as action oriented but like jack bauer in a world where superman exists mm-hmm. yeah. where it's like you do a lot of nasty stuff to do the right thing 
and it's rendered irrelevant because you have somebody like Superman that doesn't need to na- do the nasty mm-hmm. stuff to make some. And it's that, that would make you feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. What is your uh, Batman story? Uh, I, you know, I, th- I think it might be the two comics that got me back into comics when I was in college um, were Brian Azzarello's Joker, which I think is That's a good my story. favorite Joker story. Mm-hmm. Um, That's from the point of view of the henchman, right? Yeah, which yeah. is really good because it, it would be hard to get inside of, like the Lex Luthor gets inside Lex Luthor's yeah. head. Joker does not. Yeah. Why <laughs> you would you can't, want to? Really. <laughs> uh, but the other one was Batman R.I.P. And I think that might be my favorite. Grant Morrison's run on that character, I think, might be my favorite run on the character because it it really dives into, like, Batman as a straight up superhero that through sheer force of will, he's almost n- not human anymore. Like, he's yeah. he's the pinnacle of human excellence. Mm. And having him, just all the idea, like, that that introduced to me the idea of comics being a place of ideas where he's talking to Batmite and he's like, are you in my head are you part of my imagination or are you from the fifth dimension and batman's like or batmite's like fifth dimension is imagination and he blinks out and like what yeah <laughs> and the, at the time because they didn't give dr hertz origin but the implication that with that idea that that imagination could be made manifest that dr hurt was the manifestation of all of batman's insecurities made real in the real world and it's like that was such a like after reading that run i spent so much time trying to unpack, unpack it. it yeah Especially that last scene where he's he's leaving the movie and he's trying to talk to his dad. And he's like, what if Zorro was in uh, Gotham? And, and his dad was like, I think if Zorro exists in Gotham, they throw him in Arkham. And that's where Zorro and R comes from. And so it's, it's his, the idea that like if my dad knew what I was doing, he would think I was crazy. Mm-hmm. And that manifests this whole story. And it's just – it, and, and that I, – I, it since that's what got me back into it, it has a very special place for me. It is a great run. Uh, Grant Morrison, that run – all the way to the Batman Inc. The end yeah. of Batman from Batman and Son all the way to Batman Inc. I think it's like, is it a hundred issue or it's, it's like seventy like issues? It's, it's a, a lot because he was on that book for like all the way to Batman Inc. Like five six years. Yeah. It 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 might be the greatest run on the character ever. Yeah, and that, yeah. Is that when he went crazy for a second and he made that suit out of all the multicolor and that's yeah, 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 yeah. Batman yeah. with a bat and it's, which, that's another one. I I like the idea of homeless Batman. Batman yeah. without <laughs> of any any of his yeah. tools. Like homeless Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's like, the that's the other advantage of that. That costume is from an old fifty story where he yep. goes to Planet X, and that's something that Grant Morrison does well. He did it well in All Star Superman, taking these really stupid yeah. Silver Age <laughs> concepts and making them cool like Batman. Yeah, because uh, he talked a lot about in his run, he was like, what if you look at Batman from the first appearance to now as all one super uh, uh, action Super 15, crazy life. 15 yeah, yeah. years of thing, and it all happened. And so how do you explain Batman going to Planet X and being yeah. having Superman powers and stuff like that? And it, what he found is a few issues before, Batman had been drugged by not mm-hmm. was it Scare- i think it was scarecrow and then somebody else had it was like an ex- it was it was like scarecrow and then and then he and then he there's an issue where batman volunteered for a military experiment yeah because oh. he yeah, yeah, yeah. into a sensory deprivation tank because he wanted to know what it would be like to be crazy so he could try and understand joker mm-hmm. better and so what? <laughs> all that stuff was imagined and it's and the zero and our stuff's great because it's his own insecurities that he's not superman yeah that he can't be everywhere and do everything yeah. and so he took it's all this and it was the, it's something I really liked about his Wonder Woman Earth One too. It's like going right back to the beginning, drilling right into the core, and trying to understand what those creators were trying to say with the character, mm-hmm. and like trying to pull new stuff out of it. It's cool. I, I would like to read more Grant. I mean, I really want to read All Star Superman because it, it you you have you pitched it very well. I yeah. just have it never. I have the it. I have the first half of it. I'll bring it in. I have I I have the second half in single issues. I have the first half as like a I got to point out when I read Black Mirror, I was really excited, but I can't. I haven't. I like reading it on digital. I mean, I was still, yeah, thank mm-hmm, you for the offer, mm-hmm, but like yeah. I, I, something about digital. He I'm doesn't just, want to touch your paper. It's weird. It's scratchy. Uh, sometimes <laughs> it cuts me. Yeah. <laughs> but like the way it's able to hide and build suspense when like things are about to be exposed, it does yeah. a good job. Oh, you love like, the guided view. The like, guided yeah, view. Yeah, yeah. It's so mm-hmm. cool. Like that way. It makes you, it cinematic. Yeah. yeah. It makes it feel like you're looking at someone. I mean, that's what comics are storyboards. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, but it's like, this is how the creator wants you to see each thing happening. So, but that's, another whole conversation conversation about digital versus print wow we're getting into the exciting (laughs) stuff uh let's see any more questions oh yeah oh we have have one last one that was so weird uh serge serge d Uh on twitter definitely nailed it uh 
<laughs> what would you what would be your ideal definitive ending to the story of Batman? Death, retirement, Benjamin Button's decease? Well, so D- he becomes a baby? Where he D- like rewinds? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand that he one. He gets j- dosed by the Joker and they both <laughs> turn back into time. babies and then embryos mm-hmm. and then they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is another podcast too. <laughs> that, oh, uh, trying to unpack like maybe some I, heady Benjamin I, Button I test. I was so yeah. excited. Yeah. One episode. We watch it every week. <laughs> oh they, there's that one podcast. Yeah, I know what you're talking they about. Wa- they watch the war- they pick like the worst movie and they watch it for an entire year. Yeah, they, they watch week it every week. For, and they, they talk about like how did they notice something different? They, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah apparently, <laughs> it's a slow descent into mad- yes. madness each time. Right? <laughs> uh, how would you want him to go out? Because I've heard of Neil Gaiman's the de- like Death of what, Batman. Whatever, that was whatever happened to the Cape Crusader, Cape Crusader, which was interesting. Cause, yeah, because yeah, it was a bunch of different, and it's tied in R.I.P. Oh, yeah, cool. and which and also no. weirdly connected because Batman was bouncing around yeah. with the Omega uh, Sanction. Yeah, yeah it, re- it connected it actually, to the Return of Bruce Wayne as well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Return of Bruce Wayne is so cool too. You get cowboy batman hanging out caveman with batman, batman pirate Hanks. batman oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. so cool you anyway. know what you've always wanted caveman it turns out batman. it is <laughs> you, the one the one thing that no one none of us ever knew before that story that we wanted was pilgrim batman and yeah, uh, it and it was cool being, being great. <laughs> yeah, so cool I can't recommend Grant Morrison. Have they done like an ultimate edition of that? Like a no, they 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 they've started like collecting them in like soft covers. But I'm kind of with you. Like I want they've done an absolute for his Batman and Robin run where Dick Grayson is Batman, Damien's yeah. Robin, and they've done an absolute for Batman Inc. But I really want them to do an absolute for Just Batman R.I.P. and Batman and Son and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, what's the, is it Batman R.I.P. the one where he's jumping through time? Which one? No, is that that's one? after that. That's that's Return, Return of Bruce Wayne. Wayne. Oh, Return yeah, of yeah. Bruce Wayne. Okay, yeah. that's R.I.P. is what sends him through time. Oh, okay. And even yeah. as a Superman fan that has that one moment where no it's it's right after batman rp leading into final crisis where is it there's a moment where he's sending a message no yeah i think it might be the return of bruce wayne where he's trying to he's just talking and he's talking to superman because he's like if anybody could hear me at this moment and find me it be you superman like he's just and he's just trying to communicate because that'd be the one person that could save him so fucking cool (laughs) uh how does he go out Bouncing through time. No, I don't know. I kind of like Dark Knight Rises where he retired. Yeah. Cause just because you don't expect that. And you give it to somebody else. Yeah. You, or or what, his, what was his name? His, na- his name was Robin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he Joseph Gordon-Robin. Don't even yeah. get me started on that ending. <laughs> oh, you didn't yeah. like it? So what's your what's your ideal out for Batman? Um, well, I'll, Dark Knight Rises, I responded that, that I didn't like that they called him Robin. Because to me, it... In the age of Wikipedia, mm-hmm. in the age of the year before that, we saw the Avengers movie and Thanos was during the credits. And I guarantee you that 90% of the audience had no clue that that was Thanos, but they went to Wikipedia and figured it out. Yeah. You could have called that, you could call Joseph Gordon Levin, uh, is that what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Levitt, you could have called him Richard Grayson and people would have got it. Yeah. Which, by the way, can we drop dick you can just call him rich yeah can we just make him rich grayson dick yeah i'm just, sticking nobody, with dick nobody's you don't dick know dick um, <laughs> name uh, other than dick cheney nobody's uh, named dick anymore <laughs> you know i'm a romantic no. at heart too like i i want him to retire mm-hmm. i don't no. think he he won't no. i i, I kind of think that dark knight returns is the ending to batman like mm-hmm. yeah it, it kind of does seem like that's the way it'll go if we descend into total ta- ta- yeah. crazy mad max world but i i do think the thing i love about dark knight rises is that for me he does end up with Selena Kyle. That is his perfect match. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there is. That is his one. That's his lowest lane. That's, that's his, one his lowest all. lane. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, I would just like to put this on the record. I'd like to see the lady from Gone Girl play Catwoman. In Rosamund ba- Pike? Yeah, Rosamund Pike in yeah. the new Because oh, oh, cool. her and Ben Affleck had a really good, I think she fits the part. Whatever. I'm going to amend my thing just a little yeah. bit and tweak it to retire with a Batman Beyond type scenario. Yeah, I oh, liked cool. him mentoring yeah. the next Batman and stuff like in that. In the Batman Beyond comic, it's Damien that's mentoring Terry McGinnis or Tim, which Drake is actually something yeah. they introduced from uh, Grant Morrison's run. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he he touched on Damien becoming Batman. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah, because he 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 put Terry McGinnis in official continuity, mm-hmm. yeah. and then he made his mentor Damien. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd say the Alfred the Cat. Thing. Yeah, Alfred the Cat. Uh, he you know, give him some cosmic powers and make him like a god. And then he goes out <laughs> like that. Go. His body just explodes, and he becomes an entity in space mm-hmm. as a giant spat that we sacrifice things to every year. <laughs> kind of like the Phoenix Force who would uh-huh. come by, and that's it's the Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's the Bat Force. 
course. And don't get, don't touch it. <laughs> so I don't know. You know. What do you do? You can. It's comics. You can do whatever you like. Like send yeah. him, send him back in time, and he makes a Green Lantern ring. He makes yeah. the Green Lanterns, or make him send him off into space, and he becomes Superman of another planet. There you go. Is that what you wanted, kids? Let us know what you would. What's the worst option? <laughs> what is the worst possible ending to Batman? And let us know in let the comments. Comment <laughs> Tweet it at us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for no, joining us. No, thank you, guys. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> glad to have you. Awesome, you, you know? Uh, I know? I know we didn't really all quite dig the killing joke, but hey, it's a good time talking about it. It gave us some good conversation points. Where can people find you? What are you up to? What, uh, are you, what do you want to pimp out there? Uh, you, can, you can always find me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, at Jawin, J-A-W-I-I-N. It's the first two letters of all three of my names, Jason, William, Inman. Uh on, on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Jawin. That's where you'll find like Geek History Lesson and Jason Talks Geek, where I kind do like this i'll have to pull you guys onto that that'll be really cool uh and then geek history lessons the podcast i told you about before that that is a lot of fun that's the probably my most fun thing and then also dcl access have you done a hawk people one yet like a hawk man and hawk girl that's a mess (laughs) that's what i was thinking we we did do hawk man Uh we haven't done hawk girl yeah did you touch on hawk world did you touch oh yes yes we did i i I reread hawk world to teach that lesson it's funny funny how every time they try to streamline Hawkman's or they just make it worse it's like you can't touch his origin they make it worse somehow and he's not that difficult of a character just pick one yeah. <laughs> just yeah. pick one that's it <laughs> but uh, DJ where can they find you oh you can find me at DJ Talks Trash every place that matters I put new videos on my YouTube channel every Friday I just did one speaking of Batman on the Batman stories I'd like to see influence the next Batman movie with Ben Affleck very cool uh, you can find me at Sam Basher on Twitter Instagram Google all that kind of fun stuff but uh, guys thank you so much for listening be sure to rate and review it on itunes on soundcloud share it because uh we love when you do that and uh be sure to keep an eye on our twitters and actually only stupid answer has a twitter account instagram account and a facebook page which you can go follow a lot of information here make sure you're writing it all down and um uh keep an eye out for new episodes and share with your friends and everything else that i'm repeating myself and Mm -hmm. i'm sam be sure to tune in next week yeah (laughs) oh yeah yeah. i have not seen it have not seen it you've seen it no i haven't i haven't seen it jason i'm gonna see it the same time you guys do you gotta tell us the ending (laughs) how's it end (laughs) uh sam dj jason jason and we'll see you guys so next fun. time on Only Stupid Answers. Bye-bye.